Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Rasile Host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Rasile. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for today, a new day. And we thank you for this wonderful week that has gone by, the powerful teachings that we have received during the week, the revelations that you have poured into our hearts as we connected with your word. As you continue to study, to read, to meditate on it, we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you work, you massage that revelation to become real to us, that that word might become flesh and dwell within us. And you teach us that application of what that word can do in our lives and how that spoken word can bring transformation in different circumstances by knowing what word to speak in those situations. We thank you, Lord, that you are opening our eyes to the truth. Just as Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. You are setting us free from all the misconceptions. You are setting us free from all the misunderstandings. You are setting us free from ignorance. You are setting us free from all the beguiling of the enemy by revealing and exposing all his plans, his schemes, his ways. We thank you, Father, that you are lifting up the level of enlightenment that we carry as well as the level of light that we carry in us. So that when we become aware of that light and how to use it, then our speaking shall not fall to the ground, but it shall bear fruit, the kind of fruit that we desire. We thank you, Lord, that you are revealing more and more of yourself also to us through that word, so that you give us an understanding of who you are and what is your nature and who we are in relation to you. So that as we rediscover us, as we rediscover uh, you and rediscover ourselves as well, we start walking in a new realm with a fresh impression of what we really are capable of and how out of ignorance we have lived under subjection, which was never your plan. You always plan for us to live in abundance on this earth and to walk in dominion. And we thank you, Lord, that by your word and by your spirit, you are bringing us more and more closer each day to that reality. Thank you, Jesus. And, the, and we thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts every time we commune with you. You call us to commune with you in the secret place. You quicken us. You draw us in, in near. That we might join our spirits to be one with you. And then out of that oneness in spirit, the words that we speak out of your word are spirit and they are life. We are able to bring life into every circumstance, every situation. Through the wisdom that you open our hearts and pour into, through the understanding that you bring about to us. And we share that same peace and joy, Lord, that which only you can give. And the gifts, especially the gift of faith that comes from you, that is closely related and tied to the word that we speak. Which empowers us to speak that word, believing that it must come to pass. That gift that you have given us, that grace that you have made available, Lord. We share it all those 
with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it also with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away from you. We share it with all those that we are lifting up at our place of prayer and with all those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our Maker, our Creator, the name of our Father. The Ancient of Days, the Rabbi, the Teacher, the Father of all ages, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, who always honours his covenants and promises. The one who is our goodness, our fortress, our high tower, our deliverer, our shield, our strength. The one who is ever gracious and merciful and is slow to anger and of great kindness. The one whom we can call our Father. And we pray in the name of His Son, Jesus. The one who taught us for the first time that we could potentially look up to you not as a God that we should fear, but as a Father who has loved us with an everlasting, unchangeable love. It is He who introduced you to us. And by His relationship with you, He demonstrated to us the kind of relationship we could have with you as well. He is the one who is our rock, our refuge, the foundation stone on which we build our Christian experience. We build our life in your kingdom. Our wonderful counsellor, the Prince of Peace. He is the way, the truth and the life. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the one who came to make Jesus real to us. To make every scripture that you have written in your law come alive to us. So that when you said, I shall put my laws on their heart, you, you, your spirit took it upon himself. To make those laws real to us, that they might be imbibed into our nature. That we do not follow those laws by fear, but out of reverence for our Father. And out of an understanding that these are designed to help us have that abundance and dominion and to keep us safe, hedged away from the reach of the enemy. We thank you, Lord, that your ways are much higher than our ways and you look much further away into the future. So you give us your systems of advantage that even before the enemy can think about it, you are guiding us on that path if we are willing to listen to you. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accidents, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word 
as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. When I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. That word sown as a seed. That word which can also be an intercept for every plan that the devil makes to come against me. Intercepting all those plans. That word which can go and represent me in situations where there are plans being made against me. That word which can go and be a hedge around me. I thank you, Lord, for giving me the gift of the word. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Lord, for the discernment to choose life. For the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Today we go into the concluding part, the fourth part in our series on commanding the four winds. Yesterday we saw that the east wind brought the locusts with it. Now we continue on that same scene there, moving further in Exodus chapter 10 to verse 19, where it says, The Lord turned a mighty strong west wind, which took away the locusts and cast them into the Red Sea. And there remained not one locust in all the coasts of Egypt. The west wind is able to remove the destroyer from that circumstance. Now we see here that God goes to another storehouse now. The Bible says he's got his own storehouses and he calls the wind from his storehouse. So he goes to another storehouse this time that has the job of restoring what was destroyed. This is the wind of deliverance. You can command the west wind to remove the devourer, the destroyer of your produce the killer of your productivity or the harvest of your land and then bring restoration. Whatever the locusts are eating, whether it's your money, your resources, you can command the west wind to come and take it away. Remove it from the circumstances that carry your opportunities. Now watch things stay with you. But before commanding that kind of west wind, before any kind of deliverance, we must always first have repentance to renounce and cut off ties with the enemy, any to cut off any access that we have given that devourer or the destroyer. Repenting from sin and then cutting off or wiping off the curse that could have brought the destroyer. And then you call the wind for deliverance. 
Uh, when you also see a mention in the Bible of the east and the west wind together. Now, when these are combined, it means judgment and deliverance together. So we see that again in the book of Exodus chapter 14 verse 21. Where God uses the east wind to bring final judgment on Pharaoh. Now Exodus 14 is the, the incident of the Red Sea, the parting of the Red Sea and God saving the Israelites there. So God uses the east wind to bring final judgment on Pharaoh. And we shall read from Exodus 14 verse 21, 22 and then verse 26 and 27. Where it says, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. And then moving to verse 26, it says, And the Lord, that is after the Israelites had crossed and the Egyptians started chasing them and were into the sea already. On the ground, on the, the ocean bed, on the seabed, sorry. And the Lord now said to Moses, verse 26, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared and the Egyptians fled against it and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. When Moses stretched his hand out again, it was a west wind that came and pushed the sea back over the Egyptians. So west wind brings deliverance from the enemy, from the destroyer. And lastly, when all four winds work together, you also see a few mentions in that of that in uh, a few different places in the Bible. But every time the Bible talks about all the four winds together, their job is to scatter and to destroy. It talks about the people being destroyed or the people being scattered, the Jews being scattered abroad in different nations. The popular verse in that is Jeremiah 49 verse 36, but we won't read it now in the interest of time. And then you also see a mention of the four winds in Mark 13 verse 27, where it talks about gathering God's people who were scattered by the four winds. So it brings destruction and brings scattering. The winds are capable of doing, each of the winds are capable of doing different things. If you know what they are able to do, what the scriptural reference says that this particular wind, the east wind or the north wind or the south wind does, then the other thing to remember is you are empowered to speak to the wind. The reference there is from Ezekiel 37 verse 9. That's the one place in the Bible where God says to man directly, speak 
to the wind. So you can speak to since the since the wind is in the earth realm and you are given dominion over the earth realm through Christ Jesus now that he has won the victory. It being in your jurisdiction in the earth realm, it must obey. So you can command the wind. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as each of us reflect further on this, that understanding sinks further into us, we gain a deeper understanding of what you have provisioned for us within your word and how we can command those outcomes to manifest through faith based on an understanding from your word. Then we can always be the head and never the tail. We can always be above and never below. And even if the enemy comes at us, they can come in one way, but they will be forced to scatter in seven ways. When we understand how to use the tools that you have given us, also when we understand the armor that you have provided us, that you mentioned in Ephesians 6. I ask for that edification in each of our spirits, Lord, to keep on continuing and growing. That as we grow stronger in our faith and our understanding of your systems of advantage that you have made available to us, the tools that are available at our disposal, the authority, identity and the position that we carry, that we are empowered to use those tools, then we shall be more than conquerors or we shall stand in victory through faith. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. For all families that are embattled, facing division and separation of any kind. Those that are going through the process of divorce. And also those families that live under the same roof and yet do not get along due to various kinds of misunderstandings, due to pride stepping in between. We speak, Lord, a quickening in their spirits. That you, Holy Spirit, but intervene. That there is transformation in our hearts, in our thinking. That there is restoration in our relationships with each other and with you. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives as well, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. We pray also all kinds of against all kinds of strongholds like addictions, afflictions of any kind, mental disorders. infirmities that are caused from spiritual sources. Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken by the precious blood of Jesus. Let the, your people be free, released now, Lord, in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Especially those that we are praying for right now. O 
We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Members of our family that have no connection with you, that you are still a religion to them. We pray for a quickening in their spirits, Father, that they might see you, that they might be drawn to you, that they might come to know you, that they might accept your gift of salvation personally, individually, out of their will. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shall the Master 
This morning's praying in tongues was was like smooth. It was like honey. It was soothing and it was healing. The scripture I've been given is from Isaiah 32, verses 1 and 2. Behold, a king will reign in righteousness and princes will rule in justice. Each will be like a hiding place from the wind, a covert from the tempest, like streams of water in a dry place, like the shade of a great rock in a weary land. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Today, when as we were praying, I seen these words uh, in a vision, stirring of the water. And the word of God that was cast into my heart was from Jeremiah 31, 35. It says, thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for light by day and the fixed order of the moon and the stars for light by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And Sister Lane mentioned stirring of the waters. I'm reminded of that incident at the pool at Bethsaida. Once a year, the angel of the Lord would come and stir the waters and then everyone that went into the water, the first one actually that went into the water would experience healing. The stirring of waters also touches in with what uh, Sister Shamin mentioned earlier when she said that this morning's uh, praying in tongues was soothing, was healing. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from Isaiah 41, verse 10, quoted from the NIV, where it says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. It is a message specifically for someone here. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, <clears throat> Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, the Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share those with family and friends and invite them to join us. You can share links for them to join us live on Zoom or YouTube. Or you can point them to the recording stored on YouTube or on our uh, Spotify page as well. You can also share the uh, link to the Telegram group. I'll just share it after this meeting, after this prayer session ends on our Telegram group. So you can share that link with others, invite them to come join the prayer group. 
and they can share their prayer requests with others as well here and probably even pray with someone who's willing to be a prayer partner with them. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful week, a wonderful Saturday and a great weekend ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. God bless everyone.